Welcome to the Lifehouse Message Podcast. Please make sure to follow or subscribe to this so that you can get all the latest messages. We hope that you are inspired, empowered, and encouraged by the message today. Let's enjoy. Hey guys, Monty here, and I'm really excited to be able to share today's message with you all. We are in a new month, the month of September, which means we are also entering into a new series. And this month's series, I'm personally very excited for. This month's series is called Closer to Praise. And so each week, we're going to look at different times that we praise God in different situations and seasons of life that we praise God. And so today, we're going to start off the series by talking about praising God in the good times. And so I've called this message, Is This the Will of God? Who? So when things are good, I feel like it's easier to praise. It's easier to give thanks. Think about your favorite sports team. Here in Japan, we had, uh, you know, we were rooting for the Japanese soccer team during the World Cup. And you know how easy it is to be able to praise when the team scores a goal? The entire stadium, their hands go up and their voices are raised and everyone goes, <sighs> It's easy to praise in the good times. Also recently in Japan, we had the, uh, the Baseball World Cup and Japan won. Can you believe it? Japan won. Everyone in Japan, every baseball fan was having a good day. Their hands were up, they were celebrating, they were praising. So it's easy or easier to praise or feel good when things are good. Same thing when we receive a gift. Someone gives you a gift, you have that, that feeling, that nice feeling, oh thanks, thanks for that. You see, we have these feelings that are associated to when things are good. And when things are good, I feel like it's easier to give thanks and it's easier to praise. I love this scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. This, these three verses are so critical to our lives today. Are you ready? It says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So we've already answered the question. We could just finish the, uh, the message right there. But no, actually, we're going to go on because there's more in this that I would love to unpack with us today about being thankful in all circumstances. That means in the good, in the uncertain, in the bad, in the hard, in all circumstances, God's will for our lives is to be thankful. And what is praise? Praise is basically thankfulness. Thankfulness to God for all that He's done, for all that He's doing, and all that He will do. This is what we call praise. Praise isn't just the first you know, few songs that we sing at church on Sunday morning where we clap and dance and jump. That's not what praise is. That's a form of how we praise, but praise is a state of our heart in giving thanks to our God. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances because this is God's will. So today I want to read this great story in Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. This is a story with the interaction between Jesus and some interesting characters. So let's have a look. It says, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border 
between Samaria and Galilee. Samaria is kind of like another region, another town, another area. As he was going into a village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. So this leprosy was a very serious skin disease that people had back in the day. And if you had that disease, there was no cure. And if you had the disease, you had to separate yourself from society, from people you loved, from other people, and be an outcast, be an outsider to society. So this was a not only a physically terrible disease, but also mentally, emotionally, this was a tough thing that people dealt with. It says they stood at a distance, 10, 10 of these men, and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Amazing. So that's what they would do if you were healed, if you were cured of this leprosy. You, that was the custom. You would go and show yourself to a priest. He would declare you were clean and you could be reintegrated back into society. And so Jesus says, go and show yourself to the priest. He doesn't actually say the words, you are healed, go and be healed. He says, go and show yourself to the priest. And it says, as they were acting in faith on Jesus' word, they were healed. Amazing. But it gets even more interesting. Verse 15, one of them, when he saw he was healed, he came back. He came running back to Jesus, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Very interesting note here. Jesus asked, were not all 10 cleansed? Where are the other nine? <laughs> I think this is a very interesting question on Jesus' part. I see Jesus not saying this as like a cross-armed looking at this man. Where are the other nine? Who is this man? No, no. I think Jesus is smiling and celebrating with him and looking at him like, wasn't there 10 though? Like, where are the other guys? <laughs> That's how I see Jesus in this interaction. Has no one returned to give praise to God except for this foreigner because he was a Samaritan? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. So this is a very interesting story that this man, this one out of 10, came back to Jesus because he recognized the work that Jesus had done in his life. And, you know, even though I said that it's easier to praise God when things are good, I also think it's also easy to forget to praise God when things are going good because we can take the good moments and the blessings and the, the wins in our life for granted. And, you know, one really sad thing that I've seen that I've noticed throughout the years of when people stop coming to church, when people step out of church, one of the reasons is because their prayers were answered. Think about that. That people were praying for a breakthrough in their job and they got the job. But then the job gets too busy and they, they, they leave church. Or they were praying for a partner and they got that partner, but then life gets busy and they, they leave church. Or maybe it's any other thing. When people get blessings, sometimes it's so easy for us to forget who to give thanks to. It's, it's so important for us to keep this in mind because this is the will of God that we give thanks in all circumstances, especially when things are good, like this one Samaritan man who was healed. And so the first thing I want us to talk about today is that praise is being thankful. Like we talked about this. One out of 10 remembered to be thankful. And he was he was super thankful. He came back. He threw himself at Jesus' feet. I imagine him like crying tears of joy because he had been finally freed from this thing in his life that had been separating him 
not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, separating him from society, from family, from friends, from having a job. That means he, he can't really have much access to food, to, to nice things. This man was so thankful. And so in our lives as well, I think we need to build habits of thankfulness. Habits where we, we recognize the good things. We don't take for granted the good things that we have in our life. And one thing that me and my wife, Melissa, do, when we go to bed, we pray together. And the first thing that we say when we pray, we say, thank you, God, for today. And thank you, God, for, I say, for Melissa. And she says, thank you, God, for Monty. You see, it might not feel like it's a big thing. It might not feel like very, like, super spiritual and like, oh, I get goosebumps every time I say that. But it's not about the feeling. It's about the heart. It's about the state of being that I don't want to take for granted the, the, one of the biggest blessings, if not the biggest blessing that God has given me in the form of my wife, Melissa. I don't want to take that for granted. You know, also, I need to remind myself when I'm at home, when I see her cleaning or cooking or doing any other thing at home, I need to remind myself to not take that stuff for granted and to say, thank you. <laughs> thank you. What can I do? Can I wash the dishes? Can I take out the trash? Can I do something, right? Can I set the table? Can I pack the table? All that stuff, I can't take it for granted. I don't want to take those things for granted. And I know we're human. I know there's times we forget, but this is not a moment to, to condemn or, or make us feel bad. This is a moment to encourage us to come back to thankfulness. If we've forgotten things, if we've taken things for granted, if you've taken people in your life that you love for granted, the job that you have for granted, the things that you have for granted, let us now make a cognitive decision to say, God, God, thank you for all these amazing things that you have blessed me with. I know sometimes we go through hard times and it's hard to see those things, but let us never forget the good things that God has done for us. The second thing I want to talk about is that praise made this man well. Now, this is very interesting how it said that all 10 came to Jesus. Then they all cried out, Jesus, have mercy on Jesus, heal us, right? So did all 10 of them have faith to be healed? Yes. <laughs> because were all 10 healed? Yes. Were all 10 made well? No. Only one was made well. All 10 were healed, but one was made well. And you see, I think the difference here is that healings and blessings sometimes are moments in our life. We can pray for something and God can answer that prayer and that is a moment. And we should be thankful always for that moment in our life. But that is one moment, right? Life goes on. We continue on and, and we need other things we need to pray for in other moments and other moments. And we, we can't just be living our life from this point to this point, from I need this answer, I need this answer to I need this answer. We can't just be living our life like that. God wants to make us not just healed in the moments, in the specific things. He wants to make us well because this wellness is a state of being. Other translations say that Jesus made him whole, right? Isn't that a beautiful picture, a beautiful concept that Jesus can heal anybody? Amen. We believe in healings. We believe in a supernatural God that can break through any wall, any barrier. He can do anything. He is God. We worship God. But He also wants to make us in a state of well-being, in a state of wholeness, 
right? And this one guy that came back, because of his thankfulness, you see his thankfulness is what made him well, made him in a state of well-being. And I think this is so important for us in this generation, in this world that is so focused on social media, so focused on the voices around us, so focused on information, so focused on mental health. This is one way that will help us in our mental health. This is one way that will heal us in our mental health is the state of wellness. How am I made well? By giving thanks to God. Remember, be thankful in all circumstances. And it's interesting now that there's even studies coming out of big universities in America, UCLA, Harvard. These universities are making studies on the impact that thankfulness has on an individual in their mental health, in their depression, in their anxiety, in all of these issues, in all of these key words that we hear so frequently these days. It's all around us in, in the media, in, in everywhere, in the people at school or at work. These words are all around us these days. What can we do in this confusion, in this mess? We can give thanks to God. Amen? Because God is a God who heals. God is a God who loves us and he loves you. And if you do not know this God and you are struggling, I got news for you, my friend, that this God wants to meet you where you are. He wants to come into your life. He wants to heal you. He wants to not only heal you, he wants to make you well. And that actually starts when, by, when we receive Jesus. Because when we receive Jesus, we receive the ability to be thankful in all circumstances. Amen? Isn't that beautiful? And for us Christians as well who have Jesus, who have the Holy Spirit on the inside, that we can always go to Jesus, that we can always give thanks in those circumstances. And especially in the good times, let us not forget, let us not take for granted the things that are happening, the good things that are happening, but let us make sure that we focus on God. All right? So giving thanks makes us well it also helps shift the focus off of ourself because that's another thing that really affects an individual's mental health is when we're thinking about ourself all the time. It's constantly thinking about me. What can I do? What do I need to do? I need to do this. I got to find that. I got to me, 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 me. That is the road to anxiety. That is the road to depression when we think about ourselves. Thankfulness, praise is releasing the lid. It's like the kettle when it's boiled and you open the lid and all the steam goes. That's what we're doing when we praise God. We're releasing all of this pent up energy and stress that we might be having in our mind by giving thanks. That thankful act is a release and it helps us, makes us be in a state of wellness, in a state of wholeness. So my challenge to you would be, is that if you are struggling in any of these areas, why not take this challenge? And this is the challenge. Every day for this week, right, from now until next week, seven days, wake up every morning and give thanks. Give thanks for one thing. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be a drawn out thing. It shouldn't be a task or a chore. Give thanks every day. And I promise you, you will begin to see your own perspective change, that your life will change, that God will move 
in your life, in your mind, in your situation. Because when we are thankful, when we praise God, we unlock the supernatural in heaven. And Jesus brings that into our hearts as well. And so the, f- the third and final thing I want to say is that praise brings us back to Jesus. See, this man, he was so thankful that he came back to Jesus. The other, or other nine, they might have been thankful, but they didn't come back to Jesus. They didn't bring that praise. They didn't bring that thankfulness to Jesus. He was so thankful that he threw himself at Jesus's feet. Like I said, I could imagine him just crying tears of joy, tears of thankfulness in what God had done in his life. And this is what we're talking about, is that we have access to Jesus every single day. This is what journaling looks like. This is what simple prayer looks like. It's us coming back to Jesus every day. It's us coming to the feet of God every day. It's us giving thanks every day because we were made to praise God. We were made to be in relationship with Jesus. And this relationship naturally should stir in us these these thoughts and feelings of thankfulness. I don't want to only be thankful when things are good, when life is good. I want to be thankful in all circumstances. That is a challenge because not all circumstances make me want to be thankful. I don't feel thankful, but praise and thankfulness is so much more than the emotions that I feel right now. Amen. And this is what we Christians, we need to understand this today, that praise is not an emotion. That when you come to church and you, you praise God and you sing the songs or you listen to your songs on the train and you get the goosebumps and that's nice, lovely, great. <laughs> but that is not the evidence of being thankful. That is not the evidence, the only evidence of God moving in your life. Because God is moving in my life all the time. And I'm not having these big physical, emotional moments, but I have faith. I have faith in God that He is moving because when I come to Jesus daily, He moves in my life daily. And this is the challenge for us guys, is that if you're tired, if you're burned out, if you're weary, come back to God. And He, Jesus, will give you rest. Jesus will give you rest when we come to Him daily. There's one great scripture in uh, Joshua chapter 24, 15. Just the, the last part of this scripture. Joshua is speaking to the people and he's making this declaration. I love this declaration. Joshua says, but as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Wow. Wow. I love this verse. I love this heart. I love this declaration because I want this declaration to be my declaration. You see, in our home, uh, Melissa, she, she loves this scripture as well. And she's, we have this framed on our wall, this scripture. We have this scripture, Joshua 24, 15. For as for me and my household, I will serve the Lord. This serves us as a reminder to the goodness of God. I don't want to ever take the goodness of God for granted, the good things that He's done for granted. I want the good things that He's done in my life to spur me on to be thankful. 
And Melissa tells this interesting story of why she likes this scripture. And she said when she was a young Christian, she went to uh, one of these amazing couples uh, in our church. Some of you may or may not know them, Alex and Sachi. Sachi is our, our kids pastor, our kids director. And so if you see all these kids content that we have, she is the one in charge of that, producing that fantastic, amazing job that that couple and their family is doing. But Melissa told me that when she was younger, when she first became a Christian, she would uh, go and babysit their kids. And she remembered seeing a little plaque of the scripture in the, uh, the entryway of their home. And she remembered seeing that and how that had an impact in her heart, how that had an impact in her soul of this declaration over a family, over seeing that, this, that God is blessing this family and seeing the heart, seeing the reason why God is blessing this family and seeing that and giving her who had not really seen a, a good image of family, uh, being growing up in a difficult situation and seeing many, you know, broken relationships and hurt around her in her own family. This was something different. This was something new to her. This was something that stirred her in her heart and ultimately helped her on a journey to wellness helped her on a journey to understanding where thankfulness comes from. And this is where thankfulness comes from, is that for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. We will put God first in everything we do. And so in my life as well, I have to make sure that, like I said, I don't take the good things for granted. I don't take my wife for granted. I don't take my family for granted. I don't take my job, my friends, everything that I have in my life for granted. It's so easy to get caught up in the, uh, <laughs> the silly things, right? Like at the end of the day, the things that we get upset about are maybe not as important as we think they are. And this leads back to us and our mental health and coming to God. So let me read one last time the scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5, chapter, uh, verse 16 to 18. This is just as we close. Always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. I'm believing this for you, that this is God's will for you, is that we would always be joyful, that we would never stop praying, and that we would be thankful. We wouldn't take for granted the great things that God has done for us. And in the good times, especially in the good times, that we wouldn't just say, thanks God, see you later, you've paid my check, and now I'm out. No, no, that we would lean into God, that we would come more to Him, that we would run to the feet of Jesus like this one man did, and say thank you and praise Him, for He is good and He loves us. So right now, I'd like to take a moment to be able to pray with you all together. So why don't you raise your hands, and we're going to pray that God would do a work in our hearts today. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for today, that you are a good God and that you love us so much. God, I pray that this would be the cry of our heart, that this would be the desire that we carry, is that we would always be joyful, that we would pray always in every circumstance and in every circumstance, God, that we would thank you that we would praise you, that we would praise your name, that we would not take for granted all the good things, all the blessings, all the healings, all the breakthroughs that you have done in our life. I pray in this moment, God, we would reflect and give you thanks right now, today, in this moment, no matter what we feel, 
trouble, no matter what we're going through in all circumstances, Lord, we want to give you praise. We want to give you thanks. And so, God, I pray that you would stir in us this, this heart to give you thanks this heart to give you praise. And as we do every day, God, I pray that you would touch us, that we would run to you and you would heal us. You would make us well. Because there might be people listening today who are feeling healed. They've had some answers to prayers, but they're not living in wellness. They're not living in wholeness. God, I pray you reach out right now and you touch those people's lives. In Jesus' name, I pray you help all of us to live a more thankful and self free life not thinking about ourselves, but thinking about you thinking about the good things you've done and giving you praise for that we thank you god we praise you and everyone said in jesus name amen amen <laughs> lastly i want to pray for one more group of people and like i mentioned maybe you might not yet know jesus you don't have that relationship with him but i want to pray for you i want to pray that god would come into your life and that he would heal you and not just heal you but make you well that he would take all of that those those yucky feelings, those we call that sin, all the mistakes, He would take all of that away and fill you with love and purpose. So on the count of three, I'm going to say now, and when I say now, I'm going to ask you to either raise your hand or make that decision in your heart. And all you need to know is that Jesus loves you. He died on a cross to take away our sin and pain. And He rose again three days later. He is alive today and He wants this relationship with you. So if you want that relationship, I'm going to count. Three, two, one, now. If you want to make that decision to believe in God or come back to God, why don't you raise your hand or make that decision in your heart? Fantastic. Come on. Well, let me pray really quickly for all of you who made that decision. God, I thank you for every single one of these people who's making that decision. God, I pray you come into their life in a powerful way that you would heal them, that you would touch them, that you would fill them with your spirit and that you would wipe away, you would wipe them clean. Today you have made them clean and white as snow and that they would be filled with your presence, filled with your love and your grace, God. And I pray from that heart that they would have this, this overflow of joyfulness, overflow of thankfulness. We thank you so much, God. In Jesus' name, everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, fantastic. I really hope you enjoyed today. We are starting to talk about praise, but we got many other great topics coming up in the weeks to come. So make sure you stay tuned for those. Otherwise, have a great week and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening today. We hope that God was able to speak to you through the message. If you consider Lifehouse your church home, or if you were blessed by these messages, then why not consider generously supporting us? Simply go to mylifehouse.com give and find the giving way that works best for you. Have a blessed day and we'll catch you all next time.